Excellent. We are live. We are live. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the thing. We're going to talk soon. We're going to talk, talk soon about soon. some stuff. Right. We're right. talk some stuff. Let's just get settled in here. This is a Winter Wonderland edition of Loserly's Wrestling. Hey, Bru- wait, wait. Before we get to that, uh, just to like kill a little time, let some people come in. Commercial, uh, that's fair. You know, during during the commercials of AEW Dynamite, I was scrolling around, scrolling through Twitter, you know, just seeing what's going on in the world. And uh, the latest announcement of the new newest inductee into the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame came out. You know who oh. it is? Who is it? Tracy Smothers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, Very let's nice. dedicate this in the memory of Tracy Smothers. Yeah, this episode this is... is dedicated to the memory of Tracy Smothers. Hey, welcome, yeah. everyone. Hey, welcome. Welcome uh, to the show. This We're just getting settled here. We're just having a nice, uh, relaxing time. We're here in the North Pole, and it's so cold, Ooh, so frigid. Yeah. We're actually, I think, we're the first show to do a Christmas-themed episode. Ever. That's that's right. I, like we're the first, first to do a Christmas-themed, holiday-themed episode. That's right. I don't know. Maybe we're breaking ground. Uh, this okay. is the... And... I love him fly. <laughs> okay, wait. And... <laughs> Okay, oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, we got there. We got there. This is the woos. If you didn't hear the audio because it wasn't crystal clear. It's the woo woo woos and what's of AEW Dynamite. Tika Mark says, I got four more minutes of dynamite. I was on a delay. Oh, my uh, goodness. Uh, Joe Reynolds is in the chat, uh, upping the production value hey, tonight, guys. You like this? Right? Yeah. We got, we got some real uh, – I'm in a Christmas uh, winter wonderland right now. Uh, uh, you're you're – you're, it honestly looks like you're in church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lights on in the background. <laughs> very holy, very holy night this is. We just finished right. watching a holiday-themed bat. What is it called? Holiday bash? Yeah, Holiday Bash, AEW Dynamite, Holiday Bash. Holiday Bash, and boy, was it a bash. Thank you all so much for joining us today. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy Lazarus. Roy, Roy, how are you uh, right now? Right now, I'm feeling good. I came into okay. the show feeling good. It's been a pretty good day overall, uh, so I was excited. I was excited for AEW, and for the most part, it gave me what I wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, give me a quick spit take. How may, uh, how'd you, uh, I don't know if that's a word. It's a, it's a how, shock. How do you feel about the show, this show? Yeah, I felt good about the show. I think overall it was good. I feel like the controversial take main event, maybe a little long. Maybe it didn't oh, need to be that long. I can't wait to talk about it because I feel uh, like the Grinch who wants good booking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> common sense to rain. There was too many bad decisions tonight. Mm, I don't know about uh, that. Uh, oh, but I we'll, can't wait to we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. I have to, I have a, a, a sad realization. Uh, to talk about. You'll like it. You'll love it. That's sad realization. You're going to start the show off. <laughs> we'll get to it. Why don't we start the show? We'll talk about it. No, no, it. tell me. Tell me what the sad realization is. We have to. It's out there. I love the Young Bucks so much. What? I do. I'm a big Young Hold on. Time out. I'm not done yet. I do. I love the Young Bucks, and I've been a long Young Bucks defender on this show because you're not the biggest Young Bucks fan. Sure. But I just – tonight – 
was the breaking point for me where everything they do that isn't a wrestling match is just kind of weird. It's just kind of awkward. They made this great debut into something that was a little awkward for a couple of minutes. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Let's let's get into this. Let's get into let's this get into talk. It. Joe writes, uh, I love the AEW names these shows. Makes them feel special. Yes, I really do like the Winter's Coming and the Holiday Bash and uh, Breeze at the Beach or whatever it's called. Yeah, it had to be. They did Bash at the Beach the first year, and then they couldn't do that anymore. So then it's like Beach Brawl or Beach Break or something like Be- that. Beach Bum. Um, yeah. let's, uh, but then we're here. We're here to talk about it. Let's start off the night. The night started off with Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. They're welcoming us from Greensboro Coliseum, uh, home of a lot of uh, uh, the, the Jim Crockett. Jim Crockett promotion yeah. and got a lot of, uh, famous NWA moments happening there and WCCW. 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 Oh, that's Palace. That's Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I doing? You're right. I'm listening you're to right. Jared right. this week. Um, <laughs> but, I can't uh, wait to listen to this week's and, episode. And our broadcast colleague, uh, third man in the booth, Moa Jaswell was on the scene. On the scene. Moa Mo Jaswell was on the scene. He was in the Moa, he, they, he, during the match with CM Punk and MJF went running out. They went right between his aisle. He's out there in Greensboro doing the reporting for us. We're going to get back to him. We have to find out uh, what his hot takes were. But yeah. that being said, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy was the, the what started off the show. How do we feel about this? Um, this Orange Cassidy-Adam Cole feud, first off, before we move on to the end. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's okay. I think it serves its purpose. I think from the beginning, it's been a telegraph of like, good, here's a group of guys that are good opponents for the eventual debuting of Kyle O'Reilly and the reuniting of the Undisputed Era. So it's really just been telegraphed to that. Uh, my big takeaway is uh, Tony Schiavone mentioned on commentary as Orange Cassidy was entering that he's 24-1 and one this year in those matches. Too many matches for Orange Too Cassidy. Matches. Too yeah. many matches, yeah. in my opinion. I don't need that much. Cassidy's a special attraction. Special, special attraction. Yeah. Special attraction. Uh, during this match, we see uh, – uh, we, we'll get to the ending, but essentially uh, Adam Cole wins with his boom kick to win. Uh, but uh, during – just to talk about Orange Cassidy and how he's doing, uh, I, I just feel like it is it, – uh, is the crowd realizing that he's going stale? Do you hear the crowd reacting less? I wrote that down, actually, that the crowd doesn't feel like they're into Orange Cassidy early in the match. And it feels like it's really interesting to watch. And this was my interpretation. Who knows if I'm right? We should ask Moet, the man on the scene, if this is true. But the first five minutes of the match, maybe, there was a lot of headlock exchanges and it was was very slow. And Cassidy was like – that works in an Orange Cassidy match if the crowd's into it and he's, like, playing to the crowd. But the crowd kind of felt a little dead. Yeah. So they weren't really into it, which was interesting. And then there was one point where the crowd was silent for a long time, and it's like the crowd was like, wait a second, why are we silent? And they all started clapping to try to get into the match. But they were behind Adam Cole the whole time. Very forced. Very yeah. forced reactions. They, they came out of nowhere. And also, one thing, Adam Cole is very good. Adam Cole is very good. And it shows in a match like this where Orange Cassidy really isn't great. <laughs> like, he's a little... He, he's a little sloppy sometimes. He's a little slow to pick up. Um, he knows his gimmick, but he only knows the things that he's had planned, you know? When things catch him off guard, he's back to being just a regular person, which is very uh, – it's, it's, it's difficult for myself to stay with, you know? Yeah, I think he's a man stymied by his gimmick. I think he's yeah. a very good wrestler, and I felt like a lot of this match he was like – 
a wrestler in transition where he's like, I, I have this gimmick, but I'm also like trying to wrestle, but I can't do, what do I do? And he's kind of stuck in the middle. Sometimes it feels mm-hmm. like to me, uh, really, or to us, you know, I think we both kind of are on the same page about that. So yeah, I think it can be tricky. And I think a guy like Trent moving forward is a better person to be in the spot. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and then we get in the match where uh, Adam Cole gives the Panama sunrise orange Cassidy kicks out. Well, yeah. kicks out. he kicks out, but he also gets a lazy cover. It was All a taunting right. cover. It was a taunting cover. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But then out comes uh, Bobby Fish to distract the ref forever. Yeah. <laughs> it took a long time to distract this ref. This ref was really intent in this patch. Bobby <laughs> Fish was just flying around out there. Uh, and uh, then out comes Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly makes it comes out from the ring. Everyone in the crowd is looking everywhere. The cameraman is way, super close on Orange Cassidy's yeah. face, yeah. trying not to give away the crowd, just literally looking everywhere for Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. This was a poorly kept secret. Um, and <laughs> uh, then we get Kyle O'Reilly giving him some good one-twos, and then we get uh, the boom kick from Adam Cole to get the win. Uh, so uh, uh, we're, we're excited about Kyle O'Reilly being finally being oh, correct. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's great. It's, good. it's very positive, very exciting. But afterwards... We get the uh, we get a little bit of an undisputed era beat down on the best friends, uh, and apparently there's seven million best friends. But when three are getting beaten down, nobody's doing anything about it. Um, <laughs> I but, mean, Willa uh, Yuta was missing, yes, uh, and Rocky Romero and Chris Statlander uh, and yeah. well, their entire T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> their t-shirt that they currently have was missing, uh, and then uh, Young Bucks come out, which is very interesting to me. Um, do you feel as so the young bucks come out? They have this little stare down. Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish did not get the memo to turn around. Oh my God. <laughs> they're I blame. They're staring at hard yeah. camera the entire time. Yeah. Like what? Why is that happening? And why isn't Cole like, Hey buddy. Hey, look at these fuckers. You know, I just, that's why a part of me believes that it's intentional. Like maybe they were supposed to go to commercial earlier. Maybe they're supposed to leave the ring earlier. Maybe the bucks were late. Like, cause the Bucks were kind of just moseying on down to the ring. Like, it was very awkward. And I, for some reason, I just blame the Young Bucks for it. I don't. I, 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 I almost think that this was a pre, like, I think you're right. It was predetermined. It was thought out. I think they were thinking this was going to be a really cool fucking visual. Like, the visual of like, oh, stand with my friends or there are my other friends over there. Like, they yeah. were hoping for something dramatic. Sure. But what ended up happening, because the Young Bucks were in the ring, right there, like, if the Young Bucks right. were maybe outside the ring. Or towards the ramp, uh, you know, and then he looked at them and he's looking at his friends, you know, that kind of dilemma. It, it just didn't work and it felt, it felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a few things about it that like also when the best friends ran down. So it, it was smart of Cole and O'Reilly to play off the fact that the last time they were on TV together, they were feuding and they hated each other. So it was like good to see them stare off and kind of yell at one another, but like there was no resolution there. There was no like, okay, we hugged and now we're going to beat up the best friends. It's like, yeah, these people are coming out to attack us. We're yelling at each other, but we're just going to beat these guys up. And then I guess we're buddies now. I want like a clear visual that they're on the same page again. I think there were some jump cues. Uh, Maybe the best friends came a little too early and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the young bucks, uh, just stayed too late (laughs) or came too late or or, or something. Uh, John Houston writes, uh, Kyle O'Reilly never been here before, so it took him a, while, a long time to get to the ring. That's what happened. He didn't <laughs> understand where the AW ring is. Uh, that's very interesting. Good point. Good point, JB. Uh, everyone welcome John Buseman, who did such a good job, uh, co-hosting Thank last you. week. Thank you so Thank much, you. John. 
Uh, great job, John. Great job, John. That's what you call, actually used to call him in Austin. Great job, John. Uh, do you remember that? You remember that nickname? Great job, John. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We got to keep this going. Uh, but yeah, do you think they're, uh, rushing this angle? No. We don't even know where it's going. <laughs> Nothing's happened yet. Uh, but no, the, the Young Bucks undisputed thing. I, I feel like it's almost like, I was hoping, at least when Bobby Fish got there, like there was a slow infiltration of the elite. Like, oh, I have another buddy that's coming over. And then it becomes one of those scenarios where you uh, invite a friend to come to your house and then they invite a friend or they invite a couple friends and you're just kind of like, yeah, I invited you. (laughs) You know, and I want that kind of dynamic. They've already jumped. You know, I feel like they've already jumped to, oh, there's tension. There's tension, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think AEW does nothing – but that's the thing that's so weird about AEW is that they do so many things so quickly, but yet they still do long-term storytelling in a way, you know? Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's too, like, Adam Cole needs to turn face. Mm-hmm. He needs to be a baby face. I don't think anyone really, like, people will want to cheer for the Young Bucks again, sure. But I think people would much rather cheer for yeah. O'Reilly, Fish, and Cole. So, like, yeah, yeah. turn them face now. And then turn the young buck, keep the young bucks heel. I don't know who they're gonna. The story is, and I don't know if it's still accurate. Like who knows? Like Kenny's supposed to be back in February, so there's your sixth guy for your you know trios matches. But like, I don't know if that's humanly possible for him to come back in February with all of the surgeries he needed to have. Yeah, but I I I, I think one of what I kind of wish happened. I kind of wish. If they're going to start this Young Bucks thing right now and have them stand in the ring awkwardly, have them immediately beat down the Young Bucks. Like, it's almost just like, let's just skip. If you're not going to do that dance that I wanted earlier, what if you just skip towards it? Like, that, as soon as the Young Bucks come out and they're like, what's going on? They immediately beat them up. And, like, we are right now, we are more powerful than the elite. Kenny's gone. You're just two people. You know, your buddies are back in impact. You know, like, there's you're alone. Yeah, or – they could all be on the same page for a while. They could be a, a group of five. And those five could, in theory, which is why they're probably feuding with the best friends in the first place, fight the three best friends plus uh, Wheeler Yuta plus Rocky Romero. They could at least have a five-on-five. Five. They could coexist for a month I or two. I don't want any five-on-fives. I'm not – you're trying to book for Tony Cott. I <laughs> Here I am. Here you are. Uh, we got some comments. Uh, John Buseman says that's not true. Uh, I'm assuming in reference to his old nickname. Yeah, he always tries to run for, run away from that one. Uh, Joe writes, yes, they are rushing a breakup too soon. Too soon. Well, we'll see. We'll we are going to see. Who knows what's see. happening? We don't know what's going to happen because they may just forget everything just happened this week. Um, moving on, moving on. Uh, we get, uh, a Tony, uh, brings out Hangman, Hangman Adam Page. Brings out Hangman Adam Page, our AEW yeah. heavyweight champion. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Hangman talks about a little bit of his anxiety and how he's disappointed in himself after last week, right? Disappointed in himself. Very interesting. Why would he say that? Out comes huh. Brian Danielson, who calls him an entitled sad millennial, just uh, like these uh, other entitled sad millennials out there. Very fun stuff. He wants uh, that match. What, what do you th- what did you think of this uh, uh, first thing? How did you feel about uh, Adam Page coming out? I think Hangman um, was good. I it, I realized in this moment, like in this this segment, that AEW is doing this like 
totally impossible thing. And they're, they've, they've put Hangman in this like almost impossible situation to win. He's going up against, I don't care how hard Brian Danielson works to be a heel. And people are booing him and he's doing his job and it's fine. But that's fucking Brian Danielson. Sure. You know, like this guy, not only did he main event this most recent WrestleMania, not only did he main event a previous WrestleMania, but like that story that like Daniel Bryan, like build to WrestleMania 30 is one of the best stories in wrestling over the last 20 years. Like this guy is made for life and he is built into the minds of not only diehard wrestling fans, but casual wrestling fans as well. And now you're Hangman Adam Page. You're the AEW Heavyweight Champion. This is your first program as AEW Heavyweight Champion, and you've got to hang with Brian Danielson. It didn't hit me until this segment how hard that is. And I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, this was, I don't think he did a bad job. Of course, Brian Danielson will shine, outshine most people. Um, yeah. but I don't think, I don't think, uh, Adam Page looked out of place at all. No. Uh, did not look out of place. Uh, so, uh, what Brian Danielson wants to do, and now, now, Hangman Page would love to have a ladder match or a cell match or an inferno match. <laughs> or inferno match. He wants all those matches, but what does Brian, Brian Danielson want? Brian Danielson wants uh, a 60 minute time limit with judges. Yeah. And honestly, this is the most boring stipulation. I love it. I think it's great. Because I think yes. it's just classic. It's a classic heel move. And it's Brian Danielson. It, it makes sense move. for the story, too. It, it, no, you're right. You're right. I just, I was and it's also not going to go 60 minutes. What? It's not going to go 60 minutes again. It's not going to come down to the judges. Honestly, I don't mind if it does. I, I, sure. I think that'd be pretty interesting to see them do a second 60 minute. Uh, but, uh, who, 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 do you, who do you see winning this at the end? Hangman. Hangman, right? Hangman, yeah, I do. You don't who see going to the judges then? Like, why have the judges stipulation if it's not going to go the full 60 minutes? It has decoy. To. Just a decoy. Just a nice little decoy. But then they used gives... to do that all the time. This is old-time wrestling. They would do the judges, and it would never get to a judge's decision. It would never happen. I, it, it's true, but I feel like this is a perfect out for someone like Daniel Bryan. So that he doesn't have to lose the match. Because, like, I don't want to see Daniel Bryan. I guess I could see him. I don't mind seeing him. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. You're Brian Danielson, right? This is your gimmick. You're the best wrestler on the planet, essentially, is what your gimmick is. What's more insulting to the gimmick? Getting pinned in three seconds with a roll-up, let's say? Or three three judges unanimously deciding unanimously deciding that Hangman is a better wrestler than you. This isn't Sheamus anymore. I'm just not, saying. Not, what do you I'm mean this isn't Sheamus anymore? I'm just saying, like, a beat, you know, a pin in three seconds. You're like, you lost. So you lose. Okay, but then, like, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at ringside being like, yeah, he's better than you. <laughs> who, like, who, a little who more damaging. Who are we saying the judge is going to be? Uh, you said Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I think Ricky the Dragon would be a fun one because you Ricky. can't get Ric Flair. It should be Flair, yeah. but you can't get Flair. I'm, so it I'm should be the Dragon. One of them is going to be Big Show. No, I don't. Th- I think they're going to get. One of them is going to be Big Show. I think he stated that Danielson or Hangman was like, get your old guys in your suits or whatever. I think it's going to be older guys. I think it's going to be weird, though. I think it's going to be like Dragon. Greg the Hammer Valentine and like uh, I don't know, Honky Tonk Man, like something weird like that. I'm telling you right now, if there's ever a moment to bring this person in, it's right now. Have one of them be Jim Cornette. <laughs> 
have one of them be Jim Cornette because this oh. is right up his alley. I think, honestly, Tony Khan and him are big buddies right now, and oh it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe writes, Hangman is doing a great job, but Danielson is not the right first opponent for a new champ that they may not want, that they may want long term. Should be some lesser than challenges. I actually agree with that. I think that's uh, uh, having this big one right up on the onset. Uh, how do you follow this up? How does either wrestler follow this up? Who do you go you to? Go, after this? I mean, Hangman could go to other people. Where does Danielson go? Danielson goes to a returning John Moxley. That's like, if he's returning. Be, if he's returning, if he's returning, who knows? Right, you're right. You're 100 right. I shouldn't. You know, it is what it is. Uh, John, we're going to need you to pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> we're going to need you to stop wanting to drink real bad. I, I think he's out for the record, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hangman, you just go in the opposite direction and you put him against like Wardlow or someone big. He just has like a big, scary opponent that he has to like overcome. But, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do with Danielson after this. That's a really good point. I mean, you just, he disappears off TV for a few weeks. You do a couple of promos, like a couple of promo packages and video packages of him talking about his loss or whatever. Then he comes back and he beats the shit out of more people. Maybe. Well, we'll have to say, uh, Chica Marks, I actually missed this one. Uh, isn't Brian Danielson a millennial? I believe he is. John answered yeah. by age, he's a millennial, but saying that would imply he has peers. That's a very good point. Really he does good. not have peers. He's, yeah. but, but when he was saying millennial, he kept saying entitled millennials. He didn't say millennials. He's like, you entitled millennials, which is, he's pushing them away. They're not the same. Joe writes, Danison's God who has no peers. <laughs> Hell yeah, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. You said it, brother. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, we got to move Literally. on. We got to get out of here. By the way, this match is taking place on January 5th. I also want to point out a couple of quick things. Yeah, uh, yeah. I liked that, um, Hangman said, you know, the B plus player comment, nice little subtle WWE reference. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know, with a yes, like he ends with a yes, or whatever. And I like that off mic, Danielson just said, how dare you? <laughs> I love <laughs> that. Good. I thought it was really good. That's really good. I also love that Brian will only wear white t-shirts. <laughs> That's great too. Yeah. Uh, also just real quick, a good judge. Lance Storm should be Lance Storm. Lance Storm would be a good judge. Lance Storm would be a good judge. It really depends on where they are. Do you know where they are January 5th? Is that Newark? They're going to be in Jersey. They're in Jersey? Yeah. Oh, man. So you know that Cornette's not going. Yeah, it should be International (laughs) Nick Saber. Should be one Uh, of the judges. International Nick Saber should be one of the judges. Uh, 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 But uh, Lance Storm's not coming. Nick Gage should be another judge. No problem. Don't even joke about that. He'd fucking eat the clipboard. All right, moving on. We've got to get out of here. We, gotta, we, gotta, uh, we go backstage. Go. We go backstage, and we get the pinnacle. The pinnacle. First sighting of the pinnacle as a group. First spotting in the wild. How rare. Yeah. Find them in the yeah. wild. Um, we got MJF saying, uh, uh, a uh, great job before, but, like, I pay you a lot of money. Where were you the other day when I was getting beaten up or whatever? And uh, he's like, you do pay me. He just brushed it off. But then MJF went into this whole thing. Uh, uh, about, uh, why he's fighting CM Punk and why reasons why we're, they're fighting. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the reason why that Pinnacle's fighting is because of CM Punk. Excuse me. Um, but they, they, uh, it gives a fire promo just ripping everyone apart, but they followed up with Dax. They followed that up with Dax talking. Don't uh, you dare. I like Dax. I like that. I don't <laughs> think Dax should talk 
Second, <laughs> I don't think Dax <laughs> should cap off an MJF promo with him talking about his family. Like, I don't care. Like, he should – honestly, I was thinking about this. And tell me what you think. <laughs> Get rid of Tully. I love Tully. I love Tully. Bye, Tully. Sorry, Sean Spears. We tried in this way, and it, it's honestly – you're too much like Bugs Bunny right now. Uh, and Wardlow, he'll go their separate ways. Have it just be the three. He made mention, Dax made mention in the promo, the, what do he call themselves, the three, three kings, kings of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. He ignored Sean Spears and Wardlow just standing there. We're <laughs> the three kings of wrestling. Just talking. Let's have them be the three kings. Let's have the, the just those three have MJF be the talker. That's his muscle behind him. These workhorses. That's a good stable. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Wardlow's on his way out. That's that's yeah. established. Spears, I think, is only there to like be the jabroni that he's the Brandon Cutler. Everyone needs a Brandon Cutler. As much as you hate Brandon Cutler, no one needs one. Needs a Brandon Cutler. <laughs> and uh, Brandon I, I Cutler's gotta... mom. Dude. <laughs> okay, oh, come on, come that's on. me. That's really he's great. Mean. Brandon Cutler's one of the best in the biz. Uh, at his Don't job. At his job. At his job. What job? <laughs> Being a jabron. Being the guy that gets beat up and takes the pin and screws up. He's good at that. Yeah, um, he is a screw up. I, I'm gonna disagree with you, cause I think Dax Harbin's a fucking superstar. He's the man. And I, I feel bad for Cash. Cause Cash is good. And for a long time, I felt like they were on equal ground, FTR. But Dax is, I think no, Dax is so good. Dax is great. Dax is great. And Dax can talk when motivated properly. He was um, motivated. You don't think he, he was motivated? This is not the time. Oh. You can't follow MJF. <laughs> You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Uh, and I'm not saying that they need a talker, but, like, let's organize who talks first and second next time. Let's not just go willy-nilly. No, I don't want any more, like, oh, Dax, you haven't talked last in a while. Let's have you do the best talker talks last. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Two things. One, MJF shouldn't close a promo because MJF is too self-centered to close a promo. Like, the whole idea of a group promo is that the person who talks last ties it all together and says, like, we're a family. MJF should never be the one that's like, yeah, we're a family. MJF is MJF. Even when he's in a group, he's still MJF. One. Two, I just want to throw this out there. When the four horsemen would do their promos, Flair would do all the talking, and then at the very end, Arn would come in and close the promo out just like Because Arn is the best talker on the team. That's not untrue. That is not untrue. Arn is the best talker. Ric Flair is the loudest. You're going to remember the things he says the most because he's screaming them. But Arn is the one that clo- – Arn is the better talker. Yeah. I don't disagree with that either. To, the, to this day. To this day. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. We got to – Okay. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. Let us know what you think about that. Should FTR become the three kings? Uh, with, Three Kings uh, of professional yeah. wrestling. Three yeah. Kings. Uh, moving on, we've got Wardlow versus Captain Sean Dean. Uh, Captain Sean Dean sounds like a WWF gimmick from the 90s. <laughs> Captain Sean Dean? Well, he's a pilot. He's an Army pilot. Is his or real name Sean Dean? Yeah, his real name Sean Dean. He's literally Captain Sean Dean. That's, he, that is, that's a shoot. You know, respect, but... <laughs> That's a terrible name. You should change that up. Like, be Captain Sean Falcon or, I don't know, something a little zippier. You want to talk about WWE in the 90s? Captain Sean B, I brought your sausages. 
coming <laughs> to the ring, Captain Sean Falcon. Yeah, it's, he's about to get beat by Duke the Dumpster Drosy. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out like a bird. Uh, we'd love it. But uh, we get uh, Wardlow making this guy look like complete shit. Complete oh, yeah. and utter shit. But not, not, but not even like a jobber shit. Like he, he threw him on the ground. Like he's like, he threw him and then immediately power bombed him. But the thing is, when he put him between his legs to get ready for the power bomb, on the first one, he looks around at the crowd. Like this guy's just like, yeah, I'm still conscious in between this guy's legs and wanna what? Seems good. Feels right. <laughs> like, wait, 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 I missed this. Move? Who, who looked like Sean Dean like looked around? Sean, like, like, Sean Dean's just. Sean Dean hasn't been knocked unconscious, hasn't yeah. been clotheslined, hasn't been punched, hasn't literally just pu- pushed down to the ground. Pushed down to the ground. He puts him in the thing, and then Wardlow just looks around at the crowd over a little bit. And then yeah. Sean Dean's just bend over. <laughs> 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 it's insulting. It's insulting. <laughs> and at, like, at least the first one, make it, zi- make it fast. Hit it hard. So that's just like, oh, I caught him off guard. Those things. You just made... Everybody looked like an idiot, yourself included, you big dumb bucket. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, this is the ascent of Wardlow, baby. We're on the Wardlow ride, and we're going up, so you better strap in. Yeah, it, but that's the thing. There's no lateral movement. It's just moving in one direction. He's doing the same thing yeah, each week. And Sean yeah. Spears does the same thing each time afterward, and he, he orgasms after hitting him with a chair. And that's, Did he do that this year? Did he do this year? Did yeah, he do that tonight? Hit him and then yeah. like, oh. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. We have some comments. Joseph writes, there was a Simon Dean in WWE. Wasn't, wasn't he an infomercial gimmick? He was. He was. Yes, that was Nova. 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 Uh, it, it was Simon Dean. The story uh, had, of Supernova coming soon to This Is Your Gimmick in the new year. Oh, we have a new show called This Is Your Gimmick? <laughs> oh, that's actually very exciting. That's a great idea because that's a good one. We, yeah. can't, we can't wait to talk about this. this is this is your gimmick. That's oh, man. Thank you. Oh, geez. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on all the things, Instagram and the yeah. t- TikTok and, and send us some emails to Loser Lee's pod. We want to hear those emails. Uh, then we got uh, Chica Marks writing. I blinked and missed this match. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. OK. Uh, and it was fine. It was yeah. fine. Uh, any other I was uh, I was making the graphic for tonight's show during this match. I'm not going to lie. No. So I was oh, watching I out of the corner of my eye. You're not but, missing uh, much with this one. I knew what was going to happen. You know, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we can keep going. All right. Well, let's keep going then. We got a, 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 a Sammy Guevara and a Cody Rhodes promo uh, package. Oh, right. Um, yes. Yes. We get a little bit, a little taste of that. That's going to be <laughs> happening uh, next week. This Saturday, Christmas Day. Oh, is this the Christmas Day Dynamite? This is the Christmas Day uh, Rampage. With this on Saturday or Friday? They're they're moving Rampage from Friday to Saturday this week, so it's on Christmas Day. I had no idea. Rampage is on Friday, Christmas Saturday. Day. Very interesting. Christmas Day, Saturday. Very, very interesting. Uh, we got Joe Riley saying, "Someone please make a gif of Spears' O face after a chair shot." Actually, that would be a pretty oh, good it, meme. It exists. That it would exists. make a pretty good meme. I'm gonna check it out. We'll Think find about that. Out. I'll send you one, Joe. I'll send the you a cute bros. face. Um, no, he, well, he could be a two cute bro. Yeah, why not? You should. That'd actually be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it later, Joe. Uh, moving on, moving on. Dan Lambert. Uh, Dan Lambert's up in the uh, stands there. He starts talking and literally sounds like a little baby talking. Like, honestly, without knowing it's him, he's just like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has this very, like, soft, young voice at times. And it's yeah, very he does. disarming. He does. When you see that, that face, 
that looks like John Madden, but the voice of like I don't know, a little rascal. Yeah. Uh, is very Thank disturbing. Yeah, but then everyone started booing. Um, uh, Dan Lambert, uh, how do you how do you feel about this whole thing? You uh, know, I gotta respect Dan Lambert. I was thinking about this. You know, it's kind of, I'm kind of over it. I, I worry about things like this because I think Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are talented, and they're just in another like program where they're gonna lose. Like that's a bummer. But like. You gotta respect Dan Lambert because he is in that position where he is speaking what everyone is thinking. On Saturday show, I think, on the weekly wrestle, we, uh, every Saturday. Wrestling. Every uh, Saturday, except for this one. Yeah, well, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I was gonna ask you about that off air, but here we are. You answered my question. Hit the smash uh, that like button. Oh yeah, hit that like button. That's <laughs> smash right. it. Smash it right smash here. It. Okay. Smash it. Um, we were talking about how they're so desperate to get Cody Rhodes cheered that they're putting him with Dan Lambert. <laughs> and and here's Dan Lambert saying, I guess they want to get Cody Rhodes cheered because he's working with me. And I was, you know, I, I respect that. Yeah. And I like that too. Honestly, I did write that down. I thought that was interest, uh, interesting. But also, I kind of also hate that, that kind of calling attention sure. uh, to, to yeah. something that's kind of a backstage thing. Yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, Tony really wants me to get you cheers. Tony wants me to get you cheers. Tony Khan, like, man. calling attention to that. Thank you so much for the likes. Keep them coming, please. I see all of you in here. You should keep oh, liking. Okay. We kind of need it. And if you need to switch accounts, that's fine. Go to another account to like it. We want to get <laughs> those likes up. Uh, thank you so much. Just smash it right there. Um, but uh, we were what were, <laughs> what were we talking, we about, talking Dan about? Yeah, we talking about Dan, Dan Lambert. Lambert. Uh, uh, but he said that TK makes his buddies champ, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, I like Dan Lambert. I still like Dan yeah, Lambert. So do I. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I kind of think, think that Ethan Page should be the fourth king of wrestling, and he should be with them. He should replace Sean Spears. <laughs> he should replace what? Sean Spears <laughs> and Wardlow, and it should, he should be in that group. And you know, it should be Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears. No, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, FTR, MJF. That's the group. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. We're going to see how that cookie crumbles. Um, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Okay. Never going to happen. Okay. We got to move on because we got a lot more show. We got a lot more show. show. We got a lot more show to show. We got Tony, uh, Tony Giovanni in the back with our friend Britt Baker. Uh, also, Jamie Hayter is serving her something and uh, Rebel is doing something else in the corner. Yeah. Um, um, and I love Britt Baker. I love Britt Baker, but this is not the way that you show – she hasn't wrestled in how many weeks? Uh, since she lost to Riho. I don't think she's wrestled. So it's been like three weeks. Two, two three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, and even before that, maybe one. Like she, they're, they're having like this. They treat this championship like it's barely there. Honestly, you could forget that Britt Baker is the champion, and that's a big problem. Britt Baker should not be an afterthought. Britt Baker should have a mat, just as many matches as anyone else. And she should not just be a backstage segment. Someone made a comment. Who made the comment somewhere in the show? Like, we're going to regulate you to the curtain jerker, someone that's uh, in those endless backstage segments. I think it was Dan Lambert. Oh, yeah, it might have been Dan Lambert. Yeah. Dan Lambert said, like, oh, and those endless back because that's what they do to second-rate people is they give them a bunch of backstage segments and say, oh, this is suitable. This is suitable for you. You know, the Young Bucks will have segments in the ring. They'll have their backstage segments and a segment in a ring. Uh, and Britt Baker's regulated to the back. Very upsetting. How do you feel about this? Yeah, you know, 
I was reading earlier today uh, that they're going to remake um, the remake the movie Castaway. Did you hear about this? No. The Tom Hanks movie. They're remaking it. Star Britt Baker because she's lost at sea, my friend. She's <laughs> she's out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, she uh, yeah, she's lost. I think every I lost think the title's sea. lost. I just I don't I feel like it's it's directionless. I feel like there hasn't been any progression in her character in a long time, and I don't blame her for that. I just no. don't think they're putting her in a position to necessarily succeed with that title the way they should be. Um, and also, it, it bums me out that they're like, oh, we have a holiday party with Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone. Like, they advertised that for the week, and it's like a 30-second backstage segment. 30-second? Give me something live. Give, Give me, me something in front of a crowd. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Very, and you can't do, like, a, you know, a build to that match because, like, Rio can't come down and, like, crash a holiday party. Like, Rio's not that type of character. Like, that doesn't work for that. Although maybe if she did that, it would work. And it would build to the match better. I don't know. It's going to main event this Battle of the Belt show. It's going to be the main event. And that's the thing is that right now we're at a point in the women's division where it's like, oh, look, our women are main eventing. Like the first ever episode of Rampage, Britt Baker main evented. Britt Baker main evented an episode of uh, Dynamite, uh, multiple episodes of Dynamite at this point. And now she's going to main event this Battle of the Belt show. But we can say that in retrospect. We can look back and be like, oh, that happened and that's cool. But if we dig a little deeper in retrospect, we'll see that there was no real build to it, and it doesn't really matter. Except for the Thunder Rosa match. There was legit really big build to that. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, and I, honestly, I'm not excited for Rio, but whatever. Whatever. Um, thank you all so much for those likes. I see those likes pouring in. Keep them coming. Let's break a record tonight. Let's break a record this? tonight. Are they, are they coming I in? Wanna make it, I want to make it a fun game, make it interactive. <laughs> It's for them, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, it's for, for them. them. It's yeah. for them to give them something to do, you know. I don't want right. them to. They're, they're, what are they going to do? They're going to look at their phones. They're going to start playing Candy Crush. I mean, we have to give them something to do with their fingers. Press that, smash it, keep smashing it, don't stop. Uh, and oh, we got some comments. Joe writes, "Why create a second woman's title if they don't care about the main one?" We'll, we'll see. Uh, Chica Marks writes, "It makes me sad. The women could be so good, and they still can be. We Dude. still can be." This week, this this uh, Christmas edition of uh, Rampage, the only match I'm excited for on the whole show. There's four matches. The only match I'm excited for is Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch. Everything yeah, else, I don't care. I don't Chris really Statlander care about Layla Hirsch. Sam Guevara versus Cody Rhodes. I don't really care. The oh, you don't care about matches. Hook? Oh, that's right. I do care about Hook. You don't care about Hook? I forgot about Hook. Come on, it's Hook. You don't care about Hook? I love Hook. No, I was being sincere. Okay. I, I didn't know, know that's being sincere. Sometimes it's hard to tell. You don't care about Hook. No, we can't. We love Hook. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun. We're having fun. Uh, we're having fun. We got to move on. We got to get yeah, out we gotta of here. Go. Uh, and then we get to, honestly, a pretty cool moment of the night. Pretty the best cool. part of the night, probably. We get Owen Hart, uh, the Owen Hart tribute package put together with, uh, I guess, family footage and uh, matches from Japan, from NJPW. Uh, and uh, wow, what a, what a fun little thing. Uh, um, we had some uh, wrestlers comment on it. Uh, this is talking about the, why they like Owen. We had 2.0 set. They really into blue blazer. Yeah. That's interesting. Whatever. but they're French Canadian, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that matters. Yeah. They're French Canadian. The, why is that their favorite part? I don't know. Yeah. They were Honestly, trained, they trained so with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Honestly, if they they were like from freaking like 
Louisiana, they're just like, yeah, Blue Blazer. I was like, oh, okay, because you're Canadian. They should be smarter. They're Canadian. They should, they should be, be smarter. smarter than that. Yeah. Um, but how did you feel about this entire video back? I thought it was fantastic. I think, like, more so maybe than any other wrestler of a previous generation, Owen Hart is spoken of the highest. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no one really has a bad word to say about Owen other than maybe Steve Austin because, you know, he broke Steve Austin's neck. But – other than that, I mean, everyone, the, the ribs and the stories and, like, helping people and, like, all of, like, this video package kind of set up to me that, like, this tournament isn't just about, like, honoring the memory of Owen Hart as a wrestler. It's really actually honoring him as a person, as it should be with Martha behind it. So I thought it was fantastic. I also really love that they only use this New Japan footage for obvious reasons, but I love that they used it because it's also Owen really at his most athletic, wrestling his yeah. most athletic opponents, and AEW is the most athletic, you know. That's their, that's what they're going for, is that, like, this is going to be a work-rate tournament. Like, yeah. there's no bullshit in this. Give me, give us your crackpot theory that you mentioned in a uh, text earlier. Oh, yeah. My crackpot theory is that uh, they're going to make an announcement at some point that this tournament is going to be a crossover between New Japan and AEW. That seems pretty interesting to me. I would love if they had, like, the western half of the bracket and the eastern half of the bracket held different spaces. Uh, That would be pretty cool. Did you Um, you remember when they did that for the women's tournament earlier this year? I thought that was great. That that is pretty cool. Uh, uh, John Buseman wrote, I cried at the Owen video. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. Um, And I'm very excited for it. Very excited to see what they do. I hope that what you said is the case because that seems very interesting. And I would love to see – months build of this. I'd like to see two months build of them saying, I want to make it onto that tournament. I want to make it to that tournament. How do I get there? Like have people competing, like even like mid card people that are like, ah, oh, I might not be able to make it into this tournament. Griff I have Garrison. to work harder, you know? Yeah. Not Griff Garrison. Did you say Griff Garrison? Yeah. Did you say Griff Garrison as an example? <laughs> he wants to we'll get, get there. there. Hold we'll on a second. I want to also mention that this is an opportunity for us, for us, we're not in AEW. Um, this is an opportunity. To the win the Owen Cup. <laughs> Just for AEW to make a tournament mean something uh, outside. Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, every time there's a tournament, forever and ever and ever, it's like, this is, this is really meaningful because you'll get to this. I want this to, like, the winner of the Owen Cup, that's it. That's all yeah. you want is to be the winner of the Owen Cup. And you're the person who's got the cup. Like, yeah. that's all you get, and that's worth it. Like, you spend months, like, qualifying and getting through and fighting all these guys to get this cup to honor yeah, this, this multinational, uh, international cup. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool yeah. stuff. And you're right. I, I hope that is the case. Uh, but we got to move on. We got to cover some other things. We're falling uh-huh. behind here, Oyster. We got yeah. Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. And, uh, and, oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's a triple threat. Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho and Ruby Soho's jacket. Uh, Ruby Soho's jacket was a prominent part of this match. Ruby Soho had her jacket on and she couldn't take it off. And no one could take it off. All the king's men and all the king's <laughs> horses or whatever, nobody could take this jacket off. It was, uh, and for some reason, everyone froze. Ruby yeah. was just like, uh oh, my jacket's on. I'm going to stop pretending I'm in a match. Nyla yeah. Rose is like, here, let me help you take that jacket off. <laughs> uh, the ref allowed the match to start, which you shouldn't do if one of the opponents is bound. <laughs> yeah. You know, they yeah. usually, you know, that's the part of the, the, the thing there. And also the, the announcers, 
ignored it for the first minute of it happening. Yeah. They're talking about other things, and there's Ruby <laughs> struggling. <laughs> what? what you know? Nyla should have just beat the shit out of her, right? Yeah, she should have just kept attacking her, and they should have made it. And then her – I think Ruby's comeback should have been her whipping the jacket at her since it's stuck on her hand. Just use it as a weapon. It's got spikes and shit on it. Yeah, like, it's going to fucking hurt. Yeah. No one's uh, going to disqualify you. There's, like, the main sign in AEW that, like, uh-oh, something's wrong is when they do a close-up of the opponent. Like, there's this close-up of Nyla, and it's like, uh-oh, we're in trouble here. <laughs> and the announcers kind of go a little silent for a minute. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just think it was a, it was a waste of opportunity. Just use it. It happened. Yeah. Just roll with it. This thing happened. Just keep going. Let's just go with it. It's going to come off at some point. And if anything, clothesliner, clothesline Nyla out of the ring. And then you've got you buy yourself some time to pull the jacket off your hand and turn it into like a gimmick with the crowd where you're like, can I get this off? We'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. They cheered when they got taken off. Yeah, there was there's a pop, and that was the biggest pop of this match because the true. crowd really died after this. Not true. And, and I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Mm-mm. What is Ruby Soho doing? Uh, uh, honestly, I keep so... waiting for this moment when I see like Ruby Soho really shine. And what I got was her struggle with her dra- jacket and then just like lead legs. Like she's just like, she's slow. She's slow in this match. She get, like, there's a cross, like a, a head scissors takedown that like Nyla just had a muscler up because she had no wind in her. She wasn't running. She wasn't running. I, 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 I you, you hate this. I could see you're visibly shaking. Tell me what you think here. I just, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was good overall. I think, I do think Ruby moves a little slower than I would expect her to move. Uh, at least it was, I think it might have been the camera angle because the replay was of an opposite angle and it looked a lot better. But the, the camera angle of her running off the apron and drop kicking the chair into Nyla, it's like she took like a couple of really like, safe steps and she's like oh i don't want to go to you gotta like it looked a little too uh soft but from the opposite <laughs> angle it looked great so maybe they should have just shot it from that angle i don't know um i just thought the finish of this match was good i thought the finish of this match was, finish was the only good part of this match shout out to vicky for taking the kick that rules yeah and then the kick off the top rope was also very cool i'm yeah. i just i just uh, i don't know i just feel it was very disappointing you didn't feel I, disappointed I didn't feel disappointed. I didn't. I, I felt good about it. You say it. that with gritted teeth. You yeah, say that because with like, I do. I, I wish, didn't feel disappointed. Because I wish there was more, and I think there would have been more, but I think this jacket thing really kind of threw everybody off. you got to be able to change your game plan. You can't – that's the issue. And one, I hate to sound like an old-timey wrestler, but the thing is that's the problem with having everything thought out in your head beforehand. It should be ideas of what you want done in the match. You can't be like, okay, we're going to start the match off like this, this, and this, and this. Because as soon as that went off, like as soon as Ruby got the jacket off, <clears throat> she started with the match. She started with what she wanted to do. It was her brawling to start off. The thing is, Ru- that was a golden opportunity for Nyla mm-hmm. and a golden opportunity for this to just do something different. You could have still gotten back to where you wanted to be. You just didn't need to start there. Yeah, I just think like – I think we're going to think about the beginning of this match and it took a little time to get on its feet, but when it did get on its feet, it was good. And it told a good story and it laid some groundwork. My issue with this is they've spaced this tournament out too much. 
you're not able to really tell strong stories because this tournament started too early and then there's too many weeks between matches mm-hmm. for it to matter. So like Excalibur said something like, Oh, do you think Ruby's going to have been at a disadvantage because she had to fight two people? No, because she hasn't wrestled in three weeks. So what difference does it make? You know what I'm saying? Like, and now like, but now they're able to do that because she had to get through Nyla. She hurt her shoulder in the Nyla match. So she'll go into the finals with a bum shoulder. She beat Nyla in a convincing way. There were some good spots there. She fought from behind. That was all really strong. It served its it did it did its job. I wish it could have been a little bit better, but am I disappointed? No, I'm not disappointed. All right, we're gonna have to let it be at that. Chica Marks writes a few, uh, there's a few things here I'm missing in the chat. Uh, she writes I, I agree I agree Roy, uh, which I don't know which part you're agreeing with, but I'm probably gonna deliberate. Uh, <laughs> Chica Marks writes I wish I got to hear Vicky, but it was at least cool to see her get kicked. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty Promise. good game. That was good. Good job, Vicky. Yeah, someone who yeah. doesn't take that kind of the stuff. Uh, Joe writes, uh, so you're saying that Ruby is just a song, not wowing anyone? Yeah, you fucking red lips. Get out of here, both of you. Uh, Joe writes, jacket heel turn, Blair's greatest rival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. We're having fun here. We're having fun. Yeah, we're having fun. Uh, okay. Oh, we got, we got to talk about the, the better woman segment of the night. Oh. That promo between Deeb and Sheeta. Yes, let's fucking go. Deeb is my favorite wrestler on Deeb the planet right now. She and she uh-huh. killed it. Like, she, like I like I haven't heard Deeb talk a lot. Like I know she's got yeah. oodles of charisma in the ring. Uh. She just oozes <laughs> charisma. And honestly, I wasn't expecting her to talk in like an effective way. I wasn't uh, because I never really heard her do it, and uh, I, I should have heard her by now. She was good, but she's great. Yeah, she's fucking great. And the I think she's learning not, on the job. But but she, I just, and she's doing great. The fucking to give them the time. These video packages are great. Video yeah. packages are great. Yeah. But there should be no more. Like there should be two women's matches on each card. Can we just do that? Yeah. Isn't that possible? I think they could have trimmed ten minutes off the fucking main event and given it, given them a women's match. Ten minutes off the main event. Get rid of that Wardlow bullshit. Uh, get rid of a few things. We could just get rid of a few things. Um, but we gotta, we gotta talk about some other stuff here. We got some serious Yeah, Deep rules. Uh, I wanna see Deep fight Cheetah again. I'm fine with that. This time it should be like a notice qualification, two out of three falls, like something like that. Uh, they need to keep fighting each other because it's better than any other women's thing happening on the card right now. Mm-hmm. We got John Buseman saying, Deep! And then how dare Cheetah cheat like that? Seriously. That's a great, great job, point. John. Great job. Great job, John. <laughs> Keeps going back. Great job, John. You can't run from forever. You can't run from that nickname. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Malachi Black, the evil dark house of black. Uh, Malachi Black versus oh, Griff Garrison. Oh. <laughs> we get Griff Garrison coming out. Uh, one thing I could say about, though, uh, this match uh, ended uh, fairly quickly with Malachi uh, going directly after the knee and giving the half crab for the win, which is great crab. Great, Great crab. Yeah, Real crab. Yeah. But um, Griff, very green and makes some weird some weird choices when selling. But that being said, I love his fire. Yeah. He's got absolutely. some good baby space It's convincing. Fire. It's real. Yeah. Unlike Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> he better not be in the Owen Hart tournament. No. He no, better not be. No, no. Honestly, don't ruin it with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't take it personally. Early prediction, uh, Keith Lee wins that tournament. Interesting. Get out of fucking. Ah, crackpot theory. As it. long as I say crackpot crack theory, pot. I could say anything that's, you know, 
any prediction because it's crackpot theory. That's true. That's true. One thing I'm glad about Malachi Black did not use any black mist. Yeah, uh, don't need thank, it. Save it for your uh, what is it? Uh, brainwashing. Brainwashing. Uh, yeah, I think Malachi Black has the greatest jumping knee in wrestling. When he hits that jumping knee, look out! Yeah. It's great. It's pretty nuts. It looks uh, really good. Overall, though, I was disappointed in this segment because I was expecting more theatrics. I wanted Brody King to debut. I wanted Julia Hart to show up as evil. Like, I want the House of Black to come together, but I guess we're not there yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, that was fun. But I did also write Pillman just didn't even try to be subtle about it, just stuck out his chin and was like, you're going to kick me in the face now. It was just like, (laughs) killed him. Sweet, dumb Brian Pillman. Yeah, big dummy. Uh, Chica Marks writes, Patrick, uh, or uh, Chica Marks' friend Patrick, watched it with her, and I had fun explaining Malachi. I'd love for you to explain it to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, to find out because I'm still figuring it out. Um, excellent job. Excellent job. We're doing great here. We're having a great time. We're almost done, but we've got uh, uh, two more segments. One we get, well, this is, uh, I don't even know what to say about this. We get Matt Hardy and Private Party, which are back. Yeah. Private Party's back, which is nice. Yeah, I like Private Party. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, and they're talking about uh, butts, about kicking ass, a lot of ass talk. Pounding ass. Pounding ass. And then we get Christian and uh, Dress Express talking about uh, the the transverse pounding ass, like the opposite <laughs> yeah. uh, direction of ass pounding. Uh, do, do anything, anything to? No, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to see them fight in a singles match. I'd rather see them fight in a tag match, but it's fine. They'll have a singles match. In a who's, who's got the singles? Jungle Boy and Mark Quinn. Oh, I don't want that. I want Matt Hardy that's versus also on Christian. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That's Why aren't fun. we doing Matt Hardy versus Christian? That's the only match did it. that anyone wants to see. We already did it. We did it when? over the summer. Over the summer. I think Do I was there. I, th- I think it was in Austin. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Uh, John Buseman, guys, how good is the booth with Taz in place of JR? John, we're going to talk about that in a minute because Taz had the line of the year. Taz went off. In the booth. In the main event. In the main event. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, let's talk. (laughs) I'm out of here. But I love my – it started when they did the graphic of JR coming back next week, and he's like, where's the graphic? Oh, Taz is getting kicked out next week. Where's that graphic? (laughs) So funny. It's true. It's true. Well, let's talk about the main event. We got MJF and FTR, the three kings of wrestling, uh, versus Sting, Punk, and Darby. And right off the bat, the makeup choices were pretty fun. We get uh, Sting coming out with uh, CM Punk makeup, which I was just like, what about Darby? (laughs) Didn't need the the crosses, though. Didn't need the the straight-edge hands. I like the paint, but I guess, like, you need both. I guess you do. You need both. Uh, Then we get Darby coming out with a half wolf pack in pink. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I think it was half wolf. It was all stingy. It was very stingy. stingy. And then we get uh, a surfer dude sting CM Punk. Classic. (laughs) Really good. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) That was uh, terrible. Uh, (laughs) terrible I liked instead of it's clobber in time, he did the woo. I thought that was really good. And it's exciting. It gives it a big fight feel. It really does give it a big fight feel. And I love that. And the announcers made it feel like a big fight feel. And then Taz. Let's talk about Taz. Uh, The line of the century. All three of these guys. All three of them are hacks. They're all hacks. Uh, I yeah. loved it. He called them all hacks. And then Excalibur was like, what? And Taz was like, what are they going to do? I'm out now. This is my last week. What are they going to do? No, no. He said that in regards to, well, at fir- the first time he said that, he said that a couple of times in this match where he's like, what are they going to do? <laughs> the first time he said it, when Sam, uh, when uh, Darby's coming out, he's just like, uh, and, uh, Darby's coming out. He's just like, 
Yeah, it's CM Punk, the second best-selling T-shirt in AEW. <laughs> yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah hooks number one. Yeah, he said it. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going <laughs> to kick you off in a couple weeks. <laughs> he was going off before uh, CM Punk even made it appear. He was so going good. off. And, uh, yeah, he was really fire. And uh, to John Buse's point, I'm going to miss Taz. Yeah, I'm going to miss this. Because, honestly, this is a really good thing. Because Tony – he adds his old man like isms and he's, it's really a good story because you got, uh, Excalibur doing the play by play. He's doing a great job of it. You got a color Taz, uh, and analysis. And then you've got the guy that's been there forever. You know, the guy that's seen everything that can give some historical reference. Cause he is a knowledgeable guy about like towns and such like that. He's really good yeah. with that stuff. Like I think that's a good booth. Yeah. Cause you can't put JR in the Tony role and. The, well, the reason for that is because Taz can't be Taz with Jr. there. Taz can yeah, be Taz right. with Tony there. Like, for example, Tony said some type of snide comment, like something like MJF came in the ring and like Tony's like, oh, I wish he'd get out of here. And then Taz was like, yeah, I wish you'd go back to the hotel. He can't say that to Jr. Like, he can't yeah. do that. But and then, I wish he Tony would. Tony was cracking up a few times. <laughs> Tony really it. likes it. Tony just likes to be degraded. Like, they have, like, a very funny relationship, apparently. Like, if you listen to Tony's podcast, he talks about, like, busting Taz's balls, and, like, he, they do a thing where, like, there's, like, a production meeting, and Tony got a nameplate made up for Taz, and he put it in front of Taz's chair, and they were like, oh, Taz, Mr. Big Man over here with his nameplate, huh? Like, he would bust <laughs> Taz's balls like that, so I guess they have a thing, and it works really well. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. And we love JR. We want you to be healthy, but be healthy yeah. in Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> just be, yeah, be healthy in a uh, training capacity. Training yeah, be healthy capacity. in a backstage uh, capacity. Show Maybe up for big matches. But on, or, or honestly, I'd be willing to get rid of Tony and move Tony to the back so that yeah, we could try that three person. Let's yeah. try that three person. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the match a little bit. First off, the makeup. I love the makeup. We have some comments in here. We got Chica Mark saying, I hated Punk's makeup. Uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, it was bad. And it was very distracting the entire time. It, it took away weird. a lot. It was, it was weird. weird. It was, it was weird. weird. Uh, uh, Joe writes, love the makeup. Really made it seem like a special match. And Punk's trunks were great. I didn't notice what his trunks were. Were they his, special? His trunks were, well, you didn't notice his trunks? What did he do? He had black trunks, but with the scorpion, like the surfer dude staying scorpion in Chicago colors on the side. That's pretty cool. I yeah, did not he was like that. head to toe surfer dude staying, like head to toe. That's pretty cool. Okay, that's like pretty it. cool. That's really interesting. Good. I did not. But the that. makeup was like a little too sharp. Like it was almost too Ultimate Warrior. There's subtle differences between surfer dude staying and Ultimate Warrior's makeup, it, and this was more Ultimate Warrior to me. It's because Sting's head is shaped differently than Punk's. That's he, he, that was formulated for his head shape, yeah. where he has like a long brow, and he also has like, but like Punk has sunken eyes and when you paint all that white it looks weird <laughs> if you um i don't know if you remember or not or if anyone watching remembers but when the outsiders when the nwo was formed at bash to the beach 1996 it was the outsiders versus sting luger and macho and luger and macho also wore sting makeup yeah, I remember that, that match and they both looked super fucking weird it's like, weird it's weird especially when you put white in it and luger had a lot of white in his and Punk had a lot of white in his, so his eyes just kind of disappeared, like his eyebrows disappeared. His face just, yeah, you're right, sunken eyes, like too much, too much. And, and one thing, one thing I just wish, I would be, I like the makeup. I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was a fun choice. My issue is, why is MJF in this match? 
why, why, why I, I prefer someone more jobberish for this type of match to give the fans what they want, make it a shorter match. Like this should be the 10 minute match tops with a, 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 a lesser group. Not 15 serious. minutes. If you want to do like get MJF out of there because MJF and Punk, you don't want them to touch. But still, like, it was too distracting for the match. You didn't feel that that's half the match was that, was their interaction together, chasing each other down, which made the entire match drag, right? Like, it was too long. I I think it was too long. I agree. I do think this was a situation. Well, okay, look. I went into this match hoping that MJF and Punk weren't going to touch. And MJF is, like, the biggest coward on the planet, and he does a really good job of being a coward to the point where I get frustrated. And that's what they want. That's the reaction that they want is that I get frustrated. So they did it. Uh, but I do think it was too long, but I think it was this long because it was in Greensboro. That's the only yeah, but, but it doesn't I, need I, to I be. Guess. It didn't need to be. It didn't need to be. I agree. It could have been, it could have been 17 minutes, and it would have been fine. This was probably, like, 25. And I, even I do notice, I don't know if you noticed, do you notice CM Punk takes a while to get warmed up? Like I feel like yeah, sure. you mentioned, like he's a little he's a little awkward. He's not really very crisp. Towards yeah. the end of the match, he kind of remembers, oh, he's ready to go. This is how I do it. <laughs> his, yeah. his knees are much sharper. His yeah. movements, he's much stronger. Mm-hmm. But he is out of gas when they were running up the stairs, and uh, then when uh, the Tony's just like, yeah, MJF's blown after that one, and he's just like, I'm going to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was huffing and puffing. We got some things here. Uh, Sting, Punk, and Domery were having a lot of fun, Chica Marks writes. Uh, John writes, I love they all did makeup, but Punk did look like we have Sting at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Chica Marks writes, Punk needs visible eyebrows. Very yes. true. Yeah. Very yeah, true. Absolutely. Uh, that chase was impressive, though. Uh, it was, it was a cool chase. It was fun. I sure. wish it wasn't a part of this match. Okay. I don't know. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Chica Marks writes, meaning I was impressed how fast they ran up the stairs. Yeah, no, no, that was pretty impressive. That I yeah. think I agree with that as well. Yeah. But I think it should have been just in a different place. I don't know. Jackson Harwood's a superstar. Jackson Harwood is a superstar. We can all agree on that. Um, we get Sting uh, does a great job tonight. Sting did a great uh-huh. job. Uh, I'm worried work. about Sting. <laughs> I'm worried about it. Was pretty cool. We'll talk about all of that. That whole sequence in a moment. Oof, we'll talk about uh, that. Let's let's talk about. It. Let's just jump in. We get uh, the Darby dive. Uh, that was just disgusting. We get Sting throwing MJF out onto his head. He a Beal tosses him out of the ring, and he just it wasn't it wasn't his fault. It wasn't FTR's fault. It wasn't MJF's fault. MJF did kind of rotate a little too, a little much, too much spring, a little too much, a little too much rotation. Like yeah, because he started, yeah. he's diving into them. Like there's no yeah. way you could catch that. Uh, and he fell on his head. Oh my but they, it seemed to be fine. Then uh, Sting jumps out. He does his big stinger. Dude, he had that him. moment where he was putting both feet on the top rope and one foot kind of slipped. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was right after MJF landed on his head. And it's like, oh, yeah. my God. Boy, and Tony's just like, be careful, Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Sting, I, I mean, fuck, man. We're a year into Sting's run in AEW, and he looks better now than ever before, sort of. He looked a little tired tonight. It, but... He was a little better earlier in his AEW run. Right now, I, like he's in this, like, he's still doing it. But he's definitely like after a move, you see him get up. He's like, <gasps> he's yeah, like hair, yeah, his hair is wild, and he looks like he just got out of a big cold bath. Yeah, he looks like Frankenstein out there. But he does a good job. He does. I mean, he did the um, 
the headbutt to the crotch spot, which is like a classic loved sting it. move. I, I wrote that down. I wanted you to to, to talk to you about it. Uh, he loves the headbutt to the crotch spot. He loves spot. it. And I awesome. love it, too. MGF was a little too close to the rope, like a yeah. little too close. So Sting had to bunch up a little bit. But I love it. I think it's so good. Uh, yeah. And the Stinger splash spot, like, he's still good at doing the Stinger splash. Doesn't get as much height as he used to, which mm-hmm. is okay. He's in his 60s. He gets that impact, though. Yeah, he hits the impact, and just, I loved that. The teamwork, all of those spots were fantastic. There's a lot to like about this match. I just think it was a little too long. Just a little too long. Um, but we end up the night with uh, the G- the go to sleep, followed by a stinger death drop, followed by, what is it called? The casket drop? A, ca- a coffin drop, yeah. Coffin drop. Coffin drop, like, across the ring. Across Homeboy the jumped ring. across the ring. Now, and also, like, are we going to talk about the fact that, like, it was MJF and Dash pushed him out of the ring so Dash could take the, the fall. Oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that? No. It was MJF, and he was, like, getting up, and he was wobbly, and Dash slid in and just pushed MJF out of the ring. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I did Dash see that. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, he saved him. Really he interesting. saved him. Really, I really like that a lot, and I would really love for them just to pair off and go their separate ways. Have Wardlow as a bodyguard until he goes. Um, but, but bye, Sean, and sorry, Tully. You tried. He had a good run. He had a good run. He had a run. I I, I keep talking. Run. I'm really being mean to Tully, even though I was in love with him when he first came out. And I love those jackets <laughs> with them together. But I, I see greener pastures. Uh, we do have uh, Joe writing. Also, they should have focused on Darby more. Isn't he the rising star? They should be focused on a uh, focus on building. Yeah, we're okay. We're okay here. Honestly, okay. I don't. I, I, I feel bad for this. Who took? Color. Who got the pin? Who got the pin? Darby Allen. It, it's just, I feel bad. He's playing third fiddle in this match. Fourth fiddle behind MGF. He's the fourth fiddle in this match. He really is right above FTR. Yeah, play that for him. <laughs> play <it> for Darby. <laughs> I, we've, there's he's plenty the, of time. He's the pillar that is covered in moss. <laughs> there's plenty of time. He's not covered in moss. He's doing just, he's made a venting with Steve Punk and Sting. He's, he's covered fine. in moss. He's doing he just dirty fine. with moss. Smells He's, like dirty moss. He, of all of the pillars, will always be over. All he has to do one week is play one of his weird fucking videos, <clears throat> beat some big dude, and he's back on top. He's fine. He's fine. I just feel like this is a weird use of him. Um, but I, I get it. I get it. But whatever. Whatever. It was a fun match. It was a fun yeah. match. A little long. And uh, that's the end of the show. Are we excited the for the Christmas Rampage? Yeah. It'd be fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited for Layla Hirsch versus Chris sure. Statlander. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. And Hook. Uh, and Hook. Hook versus Bear Bronson. Yeah. I wish he was against Bear Boulder. I wish he was fighting somebody who wasn't in a tag team. Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was fighting someone that I didn't want to – like, because Hook's going to win. I just don't yeah. want to see him win against someone who I – like, honestly – in a like, I don't believe him winning against Bear Boulder. <laughs> well, just wait. Let's see if he convinces you. Okay. But, if, like, honestly, it's going to be, like, he's, okay, well, we're going to have to see. We're going to yeah. have to see. I'm going to st- I'm gonna hold my uh, my anger and resentment towards that booking, and we'll see. We'll just see. Are we, uh, and so, wow, thank you all so much for joining us. This was a lot yeah. of fun. We had we, a lot um, of fun. And if you, what? We won't be here on Saturday. We will Christmas not be here Day. on Saturday. But Very do you want to be here on Sunday? We might be here Sunday. It's up to you. You can make we'll that decision off air. We'll make that decision off air. Yeah. Joe Redblitz writes, Hook. You're Hook. Hook. Joe gets and it. Hook. Um, but if you haven't done it already, 
smash that like button. Just uh, quick, a quick smash to that. Just really freaking go to town. Yeah. Uh, and Thanks then when for, you're at, uh, yeah. okay, go after ahead. this, go on to different accounts. Go to the video. Press <laughs> like. And uh, if you don't have to watch it, I'm not asking you to watch it again. Just keep doing that on all your different accounts that you may have. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for uh, watching and enjoying the show. This is uh, we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot, we're of, having fun. A lot of fun. We got some we got some things coming up. We got some exciting oh, yeah, things, some things coming up we in the year of 2022, things. the year of our Lord. Uh, yeah, every year is the year of our Lord when you're having fun. <laughs> <Next> um, <laughs> thank you so much. We're all having fun here. Uh, Jake Marsh, it's great stream, guys. Joe Rudd, that's right. Happy holidays, all. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, all to you too. Happy have holiday. a wonderful holiday weekend. Have a holiday weekend, a fun, merry holiday. Eat your holiday cookies yeah. underneath your holiday tree. Or bush, um, if you're Jewish. Hanukkah bush. Hanukkah bush. Hanukkah bush. Yeah. I mean, Hanukkah, Hanukkah ended over. Yeah, it ended like, a long time ago. It's like three months ago. <laughs> it was like three weeks ago. Uh, I know. Because he's just a big alcoholic. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, y'all. All Have a great things. weekend. This release yeah. pod for Gmail and on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, talk to us about Five, everything. Four, See ya. Three, two, one. Out. Oh,